It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Shine, folks. Good feel-good Friday morning to you. It is the first of the month. It's March 1st, 2024. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. Find us on Twitter at XP Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Added.com to that to find our website, xpmornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Uh, gentlemen, good morning to uh, to both of you. Good morning. What's going on? Not much. Uh, missed the games last night. I went to a comedy show. Missed the games. Yes. Well, you didn't miss anything. That's what it looks uh, like. Anything special. Right. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, that's, uh, it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 Red Wings weren't going to win every game. Right. Uh, the rest of the year. So, we'll, I mean, you can give credit to New York for playing a good game, coming out and playing inspired hockey. And there was, um, it was just really unfortunate because it's like every time, uh, every single time uh, the Red Wings would get on the board to tie the game, uh, the Islanders would, would just add another one to expound upon their lead and build that back up. So, okay. Just is what it, uh, it is what it is. I mean, they're, it's, it's a tough go at it, but. You know they're not going to win uh, the rest of the games this season. Like they're going, eventually they were going to lose. It was going to happen. Uh, this is just you know that was one of those games last night that I don't think uh, this might be the last year they lose one uh, like that. You know where you know, moving forward, yeah, it's kind of a bold bold claim too because the Wings have beaten some pretty good teams so far this year. But you know you look at the Islanders. Trailing the wings by ten points, um, you know what that means for 
the playoffs and they're they're coming in hungry like it's they're not they're not out of it yet so there's still there's still a chance if you're the islanders uh, and that's the way that they played and unfortunately you know well puck luck doesn't go your way and, and that's what it is but you know it's not as if uh they are like michigan basketball for example uh you know that that's where when you walk in you just expect to lose uh so we'll we'll get into obviously uh that game and what took place uh there as well tiger spring training uh yesterday we had the nfl combine uh yesterday guys are uh running and working out and boy oh boy they are just shooting up the draft charts right now oh man 40 times 366 pound lineman running 40s incredible d line at that i this can't be healthy i don't know like there's got to be there's got to be a point where your body's just like no we're not doing this we are not doing this so uh there's uh there's plenty plenty to get to today on the program and as always it's a pleasure to uh to have you with us uh, here this morning tell you what man holy jumping thank god it's friday man I do not have to be, uh, we do not have any home basketball games tomorrow. Uh, so I am so thrilled uh, to not have to go anywhere and do anything tomorrow. That is, uh, it's a it's a rarity, and I am excited. Holy mackerel, please. Uh, that's, a, that's a blessing, a blessing in disguise. All right, what else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news here. Penn State Nittany Lions chop Robinson wows at the Combine. A four four eight forty chop Robinson. I mean, we knew he was good though. Uh, there's a lot of people. Like, oh, I'm getting on the chop Robinson bandwagon. It's like chop Robinson was was good all season. What do you mean, chop Robinson is the reason we had to run the ball the entire second half when they played Michigan. That guy single handedly couldn't. They couldn't pass block him. Couldn't do anything about him. It is terrible. Just terrible. Uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones must take a paternity test, according uh, to a judge. Now, the judge has upheld a decision requiring the owner to take a paternity test as a part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who says the billionaire is her biological father. Texas judge said on Wednesday... They rejected an appeal from Jones of a 2022 ruling in a paternity case brought by Alexandra Davis, who previously alleged in a separate lawsuit that she was conceived from a a relationship Jerry had with her mother in the mid-90s. Now, attorneys for Jones are challenging the uh, the constitutionality of Texas law that would compel genetic testing of Jones. So, in March of 2022, Davis and Jones... We're in court. Davis sued Jones, asking a judge to void a legal agreement. She said her mother, Cynthia Davis, reached with Jones two years after she was born. That 1998 settlement alleged that Jones would support them financially as long as they didn't publicly say that he was Alexander's father, something the married owner of the Cowboys has denied. Davis dropped that case a month later, saying she would instead seek to prove that Jones is her father, she soon filed the paternity case. I don't know what, uh, like, dude, just go take the paternity test. And get it over with. 
If I was the judge, that's exactly what I'd say. Just take the test. Like, what do you mean? Take the paternity test. Uh, the lawyers are trying to say something about like uh, genetic. Uh, who knows what they're trying to say? Here's the deal. And they're like, well, Jones has been married since. No, you don't say. You, you, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that a guy that got married in the 60s, a billionaire that got married in the 60s, may have or may not have cheated on his wife? That's what you're trying to explain to me? Like I am like was born yesterday or I live under a rock or something? <gasps> I clutch my pearls. Sorry. Oh, my God. How could he? Get over it. Grow up. Just take the test. And nothing. Uh, also, uh, 3,650 career points for Caitlin Clark. Uh, I keep seeing this, so I'm just going to address this right now. They're talking about how she's 18 points shy of Pete Maravich. She's not 18 points shy of Pete Maravich. She's the all-time leader in women's scoring. Like, it doesn't matter if she scores more points than Pete Maravich. Then why do they keep bringing it up? Because they don't, they don't, play, in the same, they don't play in the same league. So what, what is the, what's the deal there? You know, and some people put up such a stink over like, you got to get rid of the men's or women's. This is college basketball. Like y'all don't play the same game. Period. End of, end of discussion. Like, I, I know that we want to live in a fantasy land and everybody's like real, like, oh God, we can't talk about that topic. Anybody who, th- anybody who thinks otherwise, please call in. I would love to have this debate with you. Uh, Iowa corner Cooper DeGene uh, confirms his broken leg, outlines his recovery. And uh, he started to run at full speed, acknowledging he's still recovering uh, from that injury that ended his season. Mecole Hardman told the Kansas City Chiefs to come and get me, and the Jets are mad about it because, well, that's basically tampering. Uh, and you can't do that. And he told uh, staff members of the Chiefs and everything else. Joel Embiid said he's going to return this season regardless of the Sixers' record. I mean, I would hope that you would uh, return this season. Uh, suspended Thomas Bryant gets his ring from the Nuggets and then had to uh, had to leave the arena. So he walked in, grabbed a ring, get out. And the uh, Atlanta Hawks have waived 15-year veteran guard at Patty Mills. Uh, the Aussie product uh, is, has been cut. We'll step aside back with more X's and Bros after this year on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side Yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and the Huge Show. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. I got a couple messages here. Sean says, I have coached for 30 years and today's student athletes aren't able to take constructive criticism as soon as a coach gets on players uh, for effort or not performing their best. They will cry that the coach is picking on them. They are soft. Back in my day playing hockey, my best coaches were those who got on my bleep and pushed me to be better. Society has made our athletes soft. I agree uh, with a coach. A player-led team are the most successful teams I've seen at firsthand coaching high school hockey that's got to be from yesterday that's sean on uh sean on facebook um yeah i mean look we talked a lot about that yesterday uh Izzo and you know your your players your team and you know where's the where's the leadership at i know that ryan was uh, ryan was a little aggravated um he got uh, officer berto got all uh worked up started texting me punching his keyboard he's all mad everybody's all mad uh, and you know there's there is some truth uh, to it. Uh, there's actually a lot of truth to it. I always find the pushback very interesting because typically, you know, when when I'm sitting there and I'm talking to an older person, right? And by an older person, I mean anybody who's older than I am, uh, and they're telling me about their experience, and they and we joke about it, right? Because we go, oh, back in my day, right? But no, it's the God's honest truth. Like the uphill walking to school uphill both ways in the snow. That is a a inflammatory that's an inflammatory over exaggeration but the point the premise is there uh, that life was harder for that individual things were more challenging uh, and i think that um you know having a, i was listening to something the other day where he was he, he had to have been in my my age range uh and i'm I'm be honest with you as long as you're like 30 and older you're basically the last generation of human that knows the world without internet right and so the guy was talking about boredom and he was talking about as it as a young person how you have to be you really have to use your imagination to figure out how you're going to quote spend your time and so i'm listening to this and i paused it there and i was like spend your time and i thought about i thought about that for a while i'm in the car i'm just listening so I, i have plenty of time to sit there and think in traffic and um you know, how do we choose to spend? I haven't thought about it like that in forever to spend your time. I don't feel like the, if, if, as time is the currency. I don't feel like I have any to spend right now. That that part, that part in itself is, you know, that was you know, to make you sit there and think a little bit. But as the guy continued on, he talked about how, you know, kids from back in the day, for lack of a better way to put it, you know, you had to use your imagination and you would use so much energy just trying to figure out what you were going to do to keep yourself from being bored. You went outside, you made things up, right? You played games and uh, you did you did whatever. You did whatever. You, you rode bikes, you played, you just you went outside, right? You just went outside. And then, you know, today's kid, and it was so difficult back then to find something to occupy your mind or distract you. Today's kid has so much distracting them that they they can't do the inverse, right? They struggle to do the opposite. And so they were talking about, you know, just like you know, child behaviors and things of that nature. I read Sean's uh, message, and I always, I always find it interesting. I always want to hear stories from older people. I think older, the people that have been around longer have a little bit more wisdom. They've seen a, l- a few more things, right? 
And so I always try to play, pay very close attention when you get into rooms like that. Uh, as when, when you're one of the younger ones, you, know, you sit down and you listen to some of the older people talk. What are the topics that they're talking about? Um, you know, is there a time for you to contribute or is there a time for you just to sit there and shut up and smile, smile and wave? Uh, but I, I always liked that. I always enjoyed it as a kid, too. Like, I always liked being around my grandfather. I always liked uh, being around his friends. I just like to sit there and uh, I like to listen. Uh, I like to learn. You know, it's, uh, it's you know, kind of shaped me into the, into the way that I think uh, today. And I look at uh, I look at a lot of the what's going on in in today, and you, you know, it's, you know, people are bored. People are bored because they're looking at their screens all day. And when you're bored, you come up with a whole bunch of games, right? That's you got to find something to keep yourself entertained. And I think that's why we find uh, the clown show that we do in this country is because people are bored. We don't have any real struggles. We don't have any real challenges. Like our biggest challenge is, uh, oh my God, we the AT and T lost the internet for a day. Oh, what are we gonna do? the end of the world no, it's it's just the end of the the internet for that day it's, shoot probably made made everything a lot easier to be honest with you uh wings were a little sluggish last night battled but came up short can't win them all big game against the panthers saturday still feel they can get stronger uh back on defense maybe someone with more of a physical presence cider can hit but that's about it Go wings at Sean in Kentwood. Uh, blue line seems to be an area. Boy, Kane's goal too. My goodness, yeah, what a what a player, what a player. Um, I, I we're gonna get into it right uh, with the Tigers or, or pardon me with the Red Wings. We'll get to the Tigers first. I gotta know what you think about the patch though. I didn't know what priority was. I had to look them up. Uh, the Jersey Patch Ad Partner. I'm gonna tell you right now, I you there's a lot as a professional team, a professional team, there's a lot of companies I would do business with. There's a lot of companies I wouldn't do business with. One of those is a trash company. I once I figure I'm like priority, like priority health. Like what is what is this priority, right? So I'm Googling, I'm like, you this ain't this can't there's no this can't be it. <laughs> there's no way. It was it. You I mean you put a jer- you put a patch on a jersey, so you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley, right? And and not only that, but you used a trash company. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm not necessarily uh, thrilled about uh, about all of that. By the way, MLB wants a free agent signing deadline. I tweeted this out yesterday as a, a listener uh, reached out to me and wanted to know my thoughts on. Uh, Trevor Bauer and why uh, no one no one signed him and should the Tiger sign him and he was like can you ask I just want to see what nobody's going to respond to me so I asked I said yeah okay if you're a Tigers fan would you take a flyer on Trevor Bauer a lot of people said yes some people said no I can tell you this the reason he has not been signed but his name has been cleared is there has to be more to the story that we don't know Something else, somewhere else, MLB knows something that we don't. They know something. I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is, but they know something else. And that's why I don't don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he plays again. I don't think he plays again. And not, not Major League Baseball. I don't think that there is a team willing to take the risk that someone is going to come out and show them 
show the Washington Post or send something to the New York Times, well, you guys signed Trevor Bauer. Well, guess what? Look at this. I don't, I don't think any team, I think teams are aware, and I don't think they want any part of it. And that's why, you know, there's a lot of people, yeah, bring them in. Some people are, well, we already have six starters. I'm fine with six starters. You you can have 10 starters for all I care. That doesn't matter to me. The the days of, you know, somebody going, you know, 200 innings are basically, you know, kaput anyways. So if you want to bring in an extra starter, that's fine. I don't think it's Trevor Bauer. And the reason I don't think it's Trevor Bauer is because there's got to be something else out there that MLB teams know about, that the league knows about, that nobody's saying anything about, because they don't want it out. And if it comes out and he's on your team, <laughs> oh, a PR nightmare is not worth it. And just like I'm about to tell you about the trash company priority, some things just aren't worth it. That's, that's kind of how I feel at Trevor Bauer. I don't care about the podcast guy who plays independent league baseball that went three for 10 against them. I did, that, that doesn't matter to me. Some guy from Barstool, I guess, they went out and Bauer was throwing to him and the guy's convinced he could hit 135 in the major. Sure, maybe he could. I don't know. Go be a major league baseball player then. 135, hell, he could have played for the Tigers a couple years ago. So that's just that, that's just my gut feeling on Trevor Bauer and where it stands right now. He's available. I don't think any team takes a flyer on him because I believe that they know that there's more out there that they're not willing to deal with. We'll step aside. We'll come back. Day one of the NFL Combine, and everyone is all Chop Robinson. Who is he? Where is he? Will he come to the Lions? Let's talk about it next here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four-pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. Appreciate you. And of course, encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843. Day one of the NFL Combine workouts. And day one, we saw defensive linemen and linebackers uh, up first yesterday. Defensive backs and tight ends today followed by quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs on Saturday. Offensive linemen hit the field on Sunday. A couple of big names that are uh, that are climbing the boards here in the 40-yard dash. We had Florida State's Braden Fiske, 4.78 seconds. Dude was flying. He's probably going to be somebody that you want to keep an eye out based on his uh, athletic scores overall, the com- like the uh, the composite score of how he finished is right along the lines of like a for his position, right about where we saw Jack Campbell uh, last year. So that's a name you might want to keep. Uh, Florida State defensive line, Braden Fiske. Keep that name uh, in the back of your pocket and see where he might end up. Uh, Chop Robinson. Uh, Chop, we saw dominated against Michigan uh, to, to the point where, you know, he was basically unblockable on that right from the right tackle. We, we could not do anything in the right tackle position in that game. And at that point, it was like, okay, what's the best way? To beat a dominant pass rusher, you're going to have to run right at him or run away from him. But either way, you got to run the ball. And that's what we did in the second half. You know, everybody was so, well, you know, they didn't need to pass. They could not. Like, if you watch the first half of that game, J.J. McCarthy had no time because Chop Robinson was chopping people's heads off. That's why. That's why. It was Chop. Chop Robinson is a problem. He ran a 4-4-9-40. He was booking it. Uh, NC State linebacker Peyton Willis ran a 4-4-4. Ole Miss defensive end Cedric Johnson led the way with the uh, vertical leap. He was at 38 inches. In the broad jump, it was Houston Christian, the defensive end. Uh, the defensive end. I don't even know how to it. Jalex Hunt? Never even heard of the guy. Uh, but that's that's what happens. That's that's what happens. I mean, you get these guys that just show up. And I'm J-L- J-A-L-Y-X? Jalex? I, I have no idea. I've never heard of the guy. But, you know, that's, uh, we, we get that from time to time. And that's why we do the combine, right? That's why we all go to Lucas Oil Stadium. And, yeah, uh, I was reading an article from uh, NFL.com, and it said uh, it was the title of the article, if you want to read it, is uh, Scouting Combine, What We Learned During Wednesday's Activities in Indy, right? A Detroit Dreaming, Missouri defensive lineman Darius Robinson has gone from football newbie to possible first-round pick in a shockingly short span. Southfield, Michigan native, started playing the sport as a junior at Canton Prep and uh, was not really a highly ranked recruit. Six years later, he's 6'5", he's 286, and could be in the top 32 following a very special senior bowl. Robinson said Wednesday he met with about every NFL team, either at the senior bowl or so far at the combine, enjoyed the interaction, but one meeting felt a little bit different. He said the Detroit Lions, he said, my heart was bumping. I'll tell you, it was like a dream sitting there with all the names and faces in the room growing up a Lions fan. It was a great interview. That's an area that we're going to look at. It's an area that we are going to look at. Like, it's a... It's... Defensive line is going to be a position, a relative position of need. 
and a lot of people want to go edge. I, I really, this is why I think that, you know, James Houston not being available last year after the injury early on, I think that really hurts uh, because we didn't, we don't really know exactly what we have there. We think we have a very special talent. I believe that we do. Uh, I believe that early on, we saw it a little bit in the preseason. We saw it at different times. Like he's just a go get the quarterback guy. Uh, we don't need him to drop back. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that should be asked of him. Maybe he can uh, learn to be a little bit more proficient. But I just want guys getting after the quarterback. So I am. Uh, I'm. I'm all for that. All for that. Um, we've. We've had the. The interest, and, and this is all D D line and linebackers, right? So. Coach Campbell said that you're, you're going to be able to see these guys work out. He was more interested in the interview process uh, than anything else. So guys are going to have to interview well in order to in order to fit in to see where exactly you know things are going to work out for them. Uh, Dallas Turner did not run the forty, which I thought was uh, was very interesting. I don't see a forty yard dash time uh, for him. I don't know why you wouldn't if you are there. Uh, Lomas asked me last night what I would run the forty in. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. He was like, "What do you think?" I was like, oh, "Hopefully sub six five. And he looked at me and he's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, six six point five seconds. Hopefully, I can run forty yards under six point five seconds." And he he was like shocked. And I'm like, I don't know why you look like that. I don't know why you look shocked about this. Like, I who am I running? Where am I running to? And who am I running from? That's the question. You want like what do you what do you exactly? What are you really looking for here? Like, I don't know if I can just run out there and do a really good job of running a dead sprint. Do I run? Yeah. Do I ever sprint? I mean, the highest I ever go up on the treadmill is like nine, nine miles an hour. But everything else is like between five and six. Like, I'm just running. So I don't uh, I don't think that for any, you know, I think that out here, this, this is uh, it's a little different. These guys are a little different, folks. Uh, Peyton Wilson, the NC State linebacker, ran a 4-4-3. Hanlon Deloach out of uh, Florida State ran a 4-4-7. Edrin Cooper from Texas A&M ran a 4-5-1. Trevin Wallace from Kentucky, 4-5-1. Jordan McGee from Temple, a 4-5-5. Like, these guys are hauling right now. Hauling. And that's it. That's at the linebacker position. Uh, Western Michigan's Marshawn Nealon had a really good day. He's a name that kind of popped up and was going wild. Uh, obviously, Braden Fiske, who I mentioned. Uh, Fiske, was, uh, they have a, this consensus big board. You know, in the 40-yard dash, he's in the 98th percentile. In the broad jump, he's in the 98th percentile. In the shuttle, he's in the 94th. And in the vertical leap, he's in 92nd. Like, that's, that's a really good day for Braden Fiske. Really good day. Uh, Dallas Turner ran a four four seven. You know, will he be the first player off the board? That's the other thing. Like you can get as you can get as hyped up as you want about what you're seeing here, but you have to remember we're picking so late in the draft this year that you know a lot of this is you know I I don't know the combine lost some juice because we're not in the top ten. I don't know if you feel the same as a. Uh, as a Lions fan, I can tell you this much. It doesn't matter. How, like Part of it is, like, yeah, you want to test well. This is the athletic specimen a- aspect of it. But the other part of it is, like, yo, you're picking at 29th. So you, you need to see football film. Like the Underwear Olympics, this is where guys 
uh, typically get overdrafted because they have a really nice pro day with a guy chasing them around with a broomstick or something along those lines. Uh, and then, you know, they ran really fast. Like, there's not too many times in an NFL football field that you're going to be, um, you know, jumping in gym shorts. Like, you're going to have full pads on and everything else. So it's going to be dif- uh, difficult here. And for me as a, as a Lions fan, the combine lost a little juice because, you know, I can't really get enamored with a guy who's probably not going to be there at 29 unless we are to move up. If we move up, then okay, I could I could see why. All right, we could we could maybe have a little discussion about that. But if we don't move up, what if we move back? Nobody's talked about that either. You know, we we drop we we trade out of the first round. Are you going to um are you gonna be upset if you go to the actual draft in Detroit? If you show up to the draft and we don't pick in the first round, do you care or are you just going for the experience? That's the other thing I want to know. So I got a, I got a lot of questions for you, the fans, because you can be as enamored and starstruck with these numbers all you want. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, we're picking all the way down at 29 if if we stay there. If we stay there. I saw some great videos of J.J. McCarthy working out in the hallway, uh, throwing footballs to Blake Corum, and then staying late to get on the field. And do some work there. I think that's great. Uh, good for him. That's exciting. Uh, but this is this is the NFL Combine. The other part about it is they used to show the weight, uh, the weights. I didn't get to see if they showed the weights or not, the weigh-ins. Then they took the weigh-ins off TV. They took the weigh-ins off TV a couple of years ago. And why is because the optics of it. That's why they took the weigh-ins off TV. And now they just kind of show like the events, if you will. Uh, but they used to show everything. Guys getting their arms, uh, their wingspan. And some people don't like this. And I can't, uh, I can't really understand why. Like you're going to get MRIs. They want, you're, you are human capital. They are investing in you. This is the job interview. And instead of somebody sitting there going, what are your qualifications? Like what are some of your strengths and weaknesses? You're going to go through that, but then they're also going to see what some of your strengths strengths and weaknesses are. They're going to put you through physical testing. Like they have to be able to know if they are going to invest millions of dollars into you. It's the hardest it's the hardest evaluation on the planet. Drafting. There's like GMs that can do it and that have a good feel for it are not that that's not the norm people. That is not the norm. And they didn't like the optics of a bunch of young fellas, specifically from one demographic, getting up there on the scale and a bunch of other people writing down numbers. Looked real bad. It looked like it set us back a couple hundred years. But that's the reality of the situation. Like, I need to know everything about this guy. Physically, I need to know. MRIs and everything else, I need to know. I want to know a little bit about your family. Tell me about where you come from. Tell me, uh, tell me about your parents. Tell me about your background. Tell me about your like. Do you have a criminal history? Were you a bad kid? Were you a good kid? You know, tell me all that. Then let me see you go out there and perform. Can you run fast? Can you jump high? Are you strong? Do you have good pop? Right, explosiveness. That's why we do the broad jump. You know, that's why they. That's why they. You know, the, the broad jump and the vertical leap. Like, can you get off the ground? Are you explosive? Because you're going to have to get out of a stance and hit somebody, and we're going to need you to be strong enough on that bench press 
that you can put your hands on somebody and move them around, but we need you to, we got to make sure that bottom half of your body, that thing can, you know, we can push some people around here. It's a violent sport, folks. Now, I was, uh, I was having this conversation with Lomas. I, I always find it entertaining. Everybody tries to, you know, they, they push the slime on Nickelodeon. I get it. You want football to be fun for kids and this, that, but it's, that, that's not, the reality of this game is not that. It doesn't matter how you sugarcoat it, and you can tell me football is for everyone, and you can have cute little uh, shops on NFL.com, and you can try to market to whomever, and look at how great this is. These guys are playing for their lives. This is a violent game that is not for nice people. Plain and simple. And you could dress it up as much as you want and make it whatever you want. This is why we have the testing ground that is the NFL Combine. Then after this, you'll have the Pro Days. Where guys will run again, they'll work out again, and especially if they had a bad combine, great. If they had a good combine, they can do a pro day and show I'm consistent, right? And you might even be able to add a rep or two on the uh, on the bench. You might be able to trim off a hundredth of a second in the forty yard dash, right? But these guys, I mean, they're they're working out right now to be able to accomplish their dream. And uh, there's a lot of guys like Chop Robinson's name, for example, that you're going to hear a whole bunch. But I, I don't know how relevant it is to us, the Lions fan. Because I don't think that Chop Robinson falls all the way down to 29. Now, I do not, for one second, believe that if Brad Holmes sees something, he's going to say something. You know, overall, according to ESPN.com, overall, J.C. Latham from Alabama, the offensive tackle, is the 25th best prospect. Cooper DeGene is 24. So these are some of the guys that are going to be uh, in the in the wheelhouse a little bit, if you will. Xavier Leggett from uh, South Carolina, the wide receiver at 26. Uh, Ennis Rakeshaw Jr. from Missouri, the cornerback is 28. Edgerin Cooper, the linebacker from Texas A&M at 29. Javondre Sweat from Texas, the 32nd ranked best player at defensive tackle. Somebody else who is in there is Graham Barton from Duke, the center. Kool-Aid McKinstry is at 34. Chop Robinson's at 35. So that's where they're at right now as far as overall rank according to ESPN.com. Now we know that this is just their rankings and these don't matter what whatsoever. But that's what you're looking at. Rakeshaw, Barton, Sweat, Kool-Aid and Chop. What a what a what a collection of names there. And even Edrin Cooper. Donnie Mitchell, uh, the wide receiver from Texas. I don't know if that's a direction that we go early on in the draft. I think that's maybe a later selection there. But, but what do you want there? You want corner, inside linebacker, center, defensive tackle, outside linebacker. Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon, uh, he's ranked at number 37. So, you know, you look at a guy like Chop and the way that he tested, I just I just do not see a space where he stays all the way down on the board. Like, I think they'll redo this, and, and he won't be the 35th best prospect anymore. Like, there's, I think there's plenty of room for him to, uh, him to move up and, and for that to be really all she wrote for Mr. Chop Robinson. Because Jerzon Newton, which is uh, his brother played at Toledo. 
I think he's injured right now. So I don't believe that he is uh, he is going to be testing. So I'm interested to see where you feel that the Lions will be at. And are you basically, are you excited uh, about this at all? You know, you're going to have guys whose stock is going to rise and they're going to climb. And a guy like Chop, like I just, I don't see how he's a mid thirties, but if he's there, I don't know how you don't select him. But then again, you know, I was talking to Jeff Risden and Jeff Risden's like this center from Oregon at the senior day, like a senior bowl. Like this guy is, he is something like that's a Dan Campbell guy. And it's like, oh, 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 really? You know, what do you need more of? Because if, if he's a center that can play guard, then great. Then plus he has the, you know, he's, he's a center. So now you're trying to you fill in the guard spot and you try to wait to see what, what the deal is with Frank Ragnow. So do you, you enter him in as a day one starter? Do you want to go that? Is that a higher priority than defensive line? But Brad Holmes said, like, they're, they're a best available kind of, kind of team right here. Like, they're going to take the highest player on their board. And they got a lot of tough decisions. I mean, it's fun. It's interesting. It's always great to look back on and say, oh, his team failed this draft. But when you really get down to the draft process, if you had to sit there with your job on the line, do you think you could do this? Do you honestly think you could do this? Do you think you could sit there and go through all of this and watch all the film and come up with, with, with no advice? You're not logging on to ESPN or CBS or doing whatever we do, creating mock draft scenarios. Like, no, things are totally different in that room. Do you think you could do that? I don't think I could. Actually, I know I could. I leave it to professionals. That's what I do. Some guys are really good at it. Some guys aren't. And you can see kind of the, the thought process behind why somebody chose something. And there'll be other times where you're like, I have no idea why we took a linebacker, the slowest linebacker on the planet, in the first pick of the second round. Like, I don't know why that happened. There's other things that wasn't Brad Holden's and Dan Campbell as the prior regime. You know, I can understand why you take a cornerback at three. And some people are like, oh, well, you can't take a corner at three. Look at Sauce Gardner. He turned out to be pretty good. That's, what, that's who Jeff Okuda was supposed to be. We'll step aside. Hour two next. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Score big at the Soaring Eagle $100,000 Bingo Bash. Saturday, March 16th. The action kicks off at 3 p.m. And you can win amazing prizes, including overnight stays, 65-inch TVs, free bingo play, and slot play. And the winning is just beginning. Win concert tickets, gift cards, and more. Make plans now and score big. Soaring Eagle's $100,000 Bingo Bash. Saturday, March 16th at the Soaring Eagle Bingo Hall. Must be 18 to play. For complete rules, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. Score big.
Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. 